more going back to fantasy land. No more cat never catches Tweety Bird Charlie. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Holding It Down with Three Plates Tommy. Today's a special episode because it's just the one and only OG in the motherfucking house, me. <laughs> but what's up? It's been a crazy couple weeks. We've been trying to get some episodes in, but I've been motherfucking busy. I just went to San Francisco. I don't even know if I even told the San Francisco story. Did I even did I talk about San Francisco at all? No, huh? Well, I went to fucking San Francisco uh, a couple weeks ago, and San Francisco is fucking wild. The craziest shit I've ever seen out there. I stayed in the heart of fucking Skid Row of San Francisco, too, the Tenderloin. I don't know why they set us up right there. It was a motherfucking trap. Get this motherfucker by the Tenderloin and see what happens. Testing me. You trying to test my gangster? Hey, shit was wild in San Francisco. I seen fool selling weed right in front of the cops. There was a like a, there was barriers and shit, so it was a big ass parade. There was a pride, the gay pride parade out there in San Francisco. So there was barriers and fucking a grip of fucking people. But before there was even people, there was just a grip of cops. And then there was a couple people walking through, and there was fools selling weed everywhere there was like fools are just jars of fucking weed boom 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 just kicking it right there like oh we got dimes dimes 20 whatever you want whatever you want we got it cop is right there three feet away she was wild out there in the tenderloin uh the fucking i seen a fight i seen a bum fight i seen a fucking circle like everyone got kicked out because they were doing a parade so there was a like a group where all the like the I guess the bums and the junkies and everyone, they all just gathered in this little area. They made it look like fucking Coachella. We're like, what the fuck is going on over there? We thought it was part of the party. We're like, damn, there's a group of people who was cracking. I was like, oh, shit, never mind. There was just circles of fools. Like, everyone's all zombied out. Like, you could have filmed the episode of fucking the, the zombie shit. The Walking Dead right there. Like, oh, just we don't have no extras. Fuck it. Just go to downtown fucking San Francisco and film everybody right there going crazy. Dog, it was wild. I never seen some shit like that. I was like, I thought Skid Row was wild because if you're like, don't get a flat in Skid Row. If you go to Skid Row, L.A., have you been there? I'm like, is that the only areas they have crazy Skid Row or does every town have their Skid Row now? What do you think? I think every town is getting slowly and slowly like, oh, that's the fucking bad area. We, okay, we were driving, oh, fucking going back to fucking crazies, but uh, San Francisco was wild. Uh, people were, I fucking did the, the Pride Festival, and I don't know why, mother, there was fools walking around butt-ass naked. I was like, what the fuck is this going on right here? Like, is this just like weird out? And they they just look like weirdos. Like they didn't even belong there. They were just like, oh, I'm fucking weird. I'll go right there and be weird. Like nah, dog. I think even people were like, who's this motherfucker right here, dog? Weird ass people. And then so I've just been traveling, dog, the whole fucking time. I was over there in San Francisco, seeing crazy shit. I didn't even go to the the San Francisco, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. I wanted to go to the bridge. I didn't. I wasn't able to go to the bridge. Uh, I went and grubbed at a whole bunch of bomb ass spots. So I went to some good spot that I did go. It's uh, we were looking for food all around us, and we're like, "Fuck, we're riding a tenderloin." So we're like, we didn't want to go nowhere because anywhere you like step out of your hotel room and it's just like crazy, like some shit you never seen before. You're like, "What the hell? This shit's going on right here." The cops are passing by, like they don't even care. And it's just crazy. So we're like, we don't want to go too far. And you have to go with like you and somebody like don't walk over there by yourself. Just because people were like, oh, quit being a little bitch. It's like not even that fool. I ain't even trying to fight a bum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's like, oh, this, you know, don't be. It's like, I don't even want to deal with like. A, so, and it's like fucking 50 bums out there. So you have to. Someone's like, hey, what's up? And then this fool's going to ask you. And then I just don't want to fucking deal with them. Because if anything, you know, it's, imagine having to fight a bum fool who'll bite you or scratch you and shit. Like, you don't know what the fuck he got on his nails or some shit, stab you. They don't have nothing. Like, I'll stab this motherfucker right now. Take whatever he has. I'm sure he is doing better than me, you know? So anybody else is, like, a victim out there. Like, they don't care. I seen a fool. We were looking out the, from, the, from the hotel room. Like, we were looking down at the the fucking 
like the people. And we seen some fool get mugged, like not mugged, but like jacked. He was like walking. Some fool came up to him and he's like, hey, like, like you can see, just see for it was from far away. You can see him. He pushed him. And then the other guy comes behind him and he starts like messing through his pockets and they push him on the ground. And then they just walk like right back to like against the wall. And then he just gets up and he's like, what the fuck's going on? And he walks away. I was like, what the fuck? We just seen that shit. It was some crazy shit. Like, I would not want to be in San Francisco, Tenderloin, by myself, walking around. That shit's just too fucked up. But if you go around San Francisco, it's all nice. Bad spots. Like, really, like we went to some spots. It's like, damn, what the hell? Like, 50 yards from here, it's, like, crazy. And then right here, it's just all nice. And then I went to Tommy's Joint. Tommy's joint is like some old school bomb ass spot out there. It's like uh like kind of like the locals go there, but it's called Tommy's Joint. And uh really cool uh people that work there. They have like a bar and then they have a restaurant, but they have like brisket, they have a full bomb. I just fucking ate a big ass plate right there. I had a fucking little cheesecake, a fucking everything bomb. But I had the brisket plate right there. Anybody goes to Tommy's joint, go to motherfucking get the brisket plate. That shit was bomb. So I went there. All bomb and it's all clean right there. It's like kind of cool. And then uh, the, in the night we went where I fucking jumping fucking spots. But we went to that uh, space uh, place called Hedonea or something like that. And it's a ramen spot that's been there 140 years. Like it's like generations or generations like. When the 49ers were out here trying to get some gold, those fools were right there selling soup. Bomb. It was just like, because I've been to every spot of ramen because I love ramen. I'm like a fucking ramen fool. Like, I'll, I'll, I've been to downtown L.A., Koreatown, fucking Santa Barbara, everywhere, San Luis Obispo, everywhere to go eat, like, uh, ramen. And one of the best spots is Umaya Ramen and Cerritos. Bomb ramen. They're better than downtown ones. It's called Maya. And then that place, Hidonea in San Francisco in the Tenderloin. And it's the best ever. I was like, and then I went back the next morning. Ate that shit for breakfast. Give me some motherfucking ramen for breakfast. But breakfast was like at 1 o'clock. Because we'd be working till late. So I'd wake up. I'd be like, ah. And I'd be walking. I'd be like, fuck. Let me get this fucking bomb ass soup. And it was bomb. So that shit. Went to San Francisco, was on the road. Came back. And then fucking another cool last thing. I fucking did, uh, I did stand-up. I fucking did, I fucking went to, uh, I opened up for George Perez. He had a, a George Perez show at the Bellflower Stand-Up Comedy Club. And I fucking was able to bring Popeye up. I met Popeye for the first time. That shit was fucking wild. I fucking was able to meet Popeye. I, uh, uh, George brought him. Uh, George brought him. It was like a surprise kind of. And he's like, you're going to bring him on stage, fool. And I was like, cool. And uh, so uh, I got to meet Popeye. Made a fucking video of that shit. And fucking I'm going to start making more videos uh, with like content of like my trips and different shit I'm doing. So we'll have more content in between the the episodes of the podcast. But um, I fucking met Popeye. I did a fuck the quotes for that fool. I hit him with the fucking all of them. I'm about finished waiting for my money, punk. That fool was all fucking what? And then Popeye didn't even know some of the fucking quotes. He's like, damn, this fool doesn't better than me. He's like, damn, what the fuck? He he forgot some of the quotes. But uh, it was super dope experience. I did. I went on uh, when I opened up for fucking George. Because I'd done comedy before. Like, I was able to... Not comedy, but George just put me up on stage before. Like, uh, he had his birthday party at the comedy store. And he... uh, At the end of the fucking show, everyone was there. They fucking... Everyone did comedy. We were fucking partying back there. I was fucking wilding out. And then at the end, we're chilling. And then he's like, I'm going to bring this dude up. You guys love him and all this shit. And I was like, oh... I was like, who's he going to bring up? And then he's like, this fool has more lies and something. And I was like, once I heard lies, I was like, oh, what the fuck? And Xavier's like, go, go, go. I was like, dog, I'm not going to go up there. He's like, go, fool. And then he's all, three plates, come out here. And I fucking went out there. And he fucking, that was for his birthday. 
and he fucking I told fucking a little story. I did a couple quotes, and we we're just right there talking, and it was a uh, like the the closeout of a show, you know. And I was like, damn, that shit was tight. And we went backstage, and Felipe and all them, they're like, what the fuck? What happened right here? You know, they're like, you're not a fucking comedian. You you know, you're doing, you, you fucking killed it out there. And I was just tripping out that I was able to do that. Like, I just went up there. I fucking told my stories. And the same shit. I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm kind of forced up here to do it real quick. And then, so I, we, I did that. And then this time, George had told me, hey, are you down to, to do it? Uh, I'll let you bring me up on stage. And I was like, at first I thought about it because I don't do fucking comedy. I was like, I don't fucking do comedy. You know, I fucking, I fuck around a lot or I'll fucking, uh, I just tell stories. I got them, when everyone, everyone thinks about comedy, they're like, oh, you do comedy now and tell a joke. I'm like, I, I, well, I don't do comedy. And a lot of times I didn't do comedy because Fools be talking shit like, oh, this fool does comedy now. Fucking, he's been kicking it with these fools. So I'm like, fuck that shit, dog. I'm not going to fucking do comedy. And it's just something I never thought about doing. I just tell stories. My main focus was pushing my brand. I always want to push my fucking brand, BZZT. And everyone that knows me or fucks with me knows that that's the shit that I fuck with. It's BZZT. That's how I started doing all this was from... Telling stories on the George Perez podcast, uh, you know, on I first started from jo uh, going on to George Perez podcast. I seen him on Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz, and that was my favorite shit. All I did was watch fucking Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan. That was the daily shit. When I was at my house, my homies that would come over to my house, they would be like, "Damn, you're fucking watching this old man again." That was all. That was the only shit that was on my fucking TV. So from them and from uh, listening to them and watching those fools, I started setting goals and doing all this shit to where I was like, you know what? I'm going to do everything that I can to get my fucking brand, my fucking bizwoods or my fucking whatever in that on that table right there at the fucking church of what's happening now. That was my fucking goal or with Joe Rogan. And I was like, how am I gonna, how, how am I going to do that? So I started fucking doing the envisioning shit. I started doing the fucking, what, seeing myself at the fucking place and all that shit and at the same time working for it. So I hit up George and I told him, hey, let me put my product on your table and, um, you know, let, let uh, it, I'll give you guys weed and, and I just want people to know about my brand. And so I fucking took, he's like, yeah, fucking come on down. George is cool as fuck. I met him. He's a cool ass fool. You know, when you meet fools that you like or whatever, you're like, oh, never meet your, your fools that you're a fan of or whatever. That fool is cool as fuck from the gate. Like, uh, he was cool as fuck. Let me put my product up, talk about my product. And I would chill on the, on, in the background, but I would be at all the shows. Cause I would be like, I'm, I want to take my product. I want to, take uh, my product to his his place every podcast and meet the people he's with let them know about the stuff too also and he, one time he just brought me up he's like hey fool come up on the fucking on the on the show and tell these fools about your brand and i was like cool so i fucking went up there and we were just chilling and i just was telling stories about bzzt where it fucking started how it started and it was just from there, like, I, he's like, all oh, the people liked you, you were funny, come back, come back this week, go back on, tell some stories with fucking Eddie. And it just went from telling stories and telling stories to uh, I just became like a regular on their show. And then E-Zone, he invited me to be on the Be Real, uh, the We Don't Smoke the Same podcast, and I fucking went over there, and then I started sponsoring that podcast. And they, I started having BZCT over there, getting everything going. And uh, fucking George one day took me to they fucking finally uh, George hit me up and he's like, hey, I'm going to go to the church, fool. You want to go with me? And I was like, are you fucking serious? That shit was like the craziest shit ever. So I was all pumped up. I fucking I grabbed like fucking 50 fucking bizwoods and I went and I put them in a fucking big ass bag. I grabbed like t-shirts and stickers and shit and I fucking went with uh, George to fucking the church of what's happening now with Joey Diaz and Lee 
and I fucking met them, and it was like I was like, what the fuck? I, it was just craziest shit ever because that was a goal that I had set. And I would always tell fools, like, I'm going to fucking do that shit. And I would write my goals. Like, Joey Diaz would be like, write your goals, write your goals. And I would, I fucking wrote my goals down. And I, and when I was right there, I was like, damn, this shit's some real shit. I fucking wrote my goals down. I fucking pictured myself being in that fucking place on that fucking couch, hitting that fucking bong in there. I was right there. I did that shit, and I was like, what the fuck? So I called my homies, too, and I told them, I was like, look, motherfuckers, where I'm at. I told you, fools, this shit was going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm right here. And they were fucking tripping. I'm like, oh, shit, trip out. So all this shit just started from, from you know, like picturing myself there. And I fucking was able to do that. Those fools uh, got my uh, my weed. Joey would have it on his table and then one day went to the comedy store and I was chilling with with uh George with George he took us to the comedy store and we were in the back and and uh of the comedy store with fucking the killers it was fucking Joe Rogan uh Felipe Esparza who else was there I think Chappelle was right there um my homie Brian Moses is from Ridgecrest. Sick ass fools. And uh, I, we were blazing in the back, and I was blazing with, uh, w- talking with um, Felipe. And Felipe's out, hey, I'm going to give one of these to to Joe. I was like, hell yeah. And I was like, oh, this was going to hook up Joe with the fucking blunt right now. Like, sick. He, Joe's going to have a biz where I'm going to fucking, it's cool. That was the main goal. And he walked up to him, and he's like, what's up? What's up, Joe? Fucking, this is my homie Tommy. He has a fucking weed company. He has some bomb ass blunts. He's all try check these out. And Joe Rogan was like, "They better be these." And he fucking pulled out a fucking bizwood from his pocket. And I was like, "What the fuck? That shit was the most craziest shit ever!" Like, I was like, "What the fuck? This fool has a fucking blunt." And that fool was like, "They better be these." And it was my shit. That was like the most player shit ever in the world. Like fucking, that was like the goal. And I was like, damn, this fool has my fucking shit and likes it, and it's in his fucking pocket. Like, this fool had it uh, there already. So that means he has some at the motherfucking crib, and he said, I'm going to take these shits, and they were fucking bizwoods to the fucking comedy store. Like, dog, that's big shit. I think about all that shit. Like, I go back. Like, this fool fucking was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to blaze it at the comedy store, and he was already thinking what he was going to blaze, and that's my shit. So I'm like, this, it's in. The motherfucking the the hook is in, so we uh, I hooked him up with blunts, and he's like, I got I got a bunch of these. He's like, Joey Diaz hooked me up with them. He's like, they're amazing, and it was just the most crazy shit. So ever since then, I've been like just trying to build, 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 visualize, 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 and I never thought that I would be doing like stand up. So fucking George hit me up, and he told me, Hey, come and come and do it. You're gonna do fucking you do eight minutes. Uh, it's going to be Xavier, Eddie, and then you, and then you bring me up on stage. And I was like, fuck. I was all tripping, you know? I was like, damn, what the fuck? I like, I don't fucking, I'm not, I'm not a comedian and shit, fool. And he's like, don't trip, fool. Just tell him a story. Do whatever. You know, you're good. Don't trip. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Who cares? I fucking have a thousand fucking minute recordings on my phone of dumb shit that I think about. And I fucking recorded that. And I just fucking, I was like, might as well use the shit that I do when I'm fucking just chilling in traffic or think about dumb shit that I record, imagining somebody else doing it. I might as well just do it myself. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try it. And I fucking, I was like, fuck it. I I, uh, went over and over for like that week before everything and, and try to do everything that I had fucking in mind and fucking I didn't do none of that shit I ended up just doing shit that was in my fucking head at the time and a little bit of what I was thinking about but it didn't go as fucking planned but it went better than planned so fucking I was scared as fuck in the back I I was talking myself up about not going up the whole time and then fucking it was Eddie's turn and I was like fuck after this motherfucker, it's motherfucking go time. So 
I was like, fuck, still like trying to pump myself up. I fucking probably drank fucking like, I don't know how many fucking beers in a row. And, you know, to try to catch a motherfucking buzz or something. I was like trying to get my mind off it, blazing it, talking to fucking talking to everyone outside. And then they're like, all right, fool. Uh, Eddie came down and then the host went up and then they're like, all right, just stand right here. You're going to go up. And I was like, fuck. And then I fucking, I was like, whatever. I, uh, they're like, all right, three plates. I fucking walk out. And I, right when I hit that fucking, like that little walkway to get out and I seen everybody, I was just, it was just, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was just something that it was just like, it hit me. And I was like, motherfucker, we're at this motherfucker. It's go time. You know, it's fucking show time, lights, camera action. These fools are here to see you. And it's just like you're talking right here to fucking people on the fucking podcast, just like you're podcasting. So I just fucking went out there and I just was like, I just did fucking three plays, did me. I fucking went up there and just went, what's up, motherfuckers? Got everyone pumped up. And I fucking got, I was just going, just telling my fucking stories and the shit that I was thinking about. And uh, it just fucking worked out. People were fucking laughing motherfuckers were in the front row going crazy uh, and i fucking even interacted with the fools in the audience i was like where the motherfucking weed heads at like just random shit from i, I was just like fuck it it's a show up here so yeah i don't know i just got my first fucking little taste of of some shit that i was like i could fucking do this shit and i don't know I, I i was like even though i never wanted to do comedy i never thought that i would be able to do comedy but like these guys that uh they've been doing comedy their whole fucking lives for years and years are telling me, motherfucker, do this shit, dog. You're good. You're funny. Like people who who who've seen me or heard me or chilled with me and stuff, they're like, do that shit, dog. You're you're you can you can do it. So I was like, you know what? Enough of of doubting myself or or not doing some shit because of what different people think or whatever. Just do that shit, you know. It's something you like, and and I've always liked doing, like, entertainment or, or just entertainment. I've always, ever since I was a little kid, since I was little, my whole shit was to, like, to be a good singer, to motherfucking dance or whatever. Whatever the fuck was going to make some shit happen, I wanted to do that. And uh, I never thought, like, comedy wasn't one of them. I just tell stories or or talk, you know, motherfuckers are like, shut up already with, with shit. But, I, you know, some people like it and some people want to hear these stories and, and the dumb shit that, that I talk about. And, and I'm like, that's cool as fuck. So I, that's the fucking new journey, you know, is is uh, getting into to doing this, this comedy shit and, and entertaining people, just having a good time. Telling fucking the stories of, of of real shit. All my fucking stories are real. The motherfucking Tupac blood story, the fucking uh, every, the cat, the lady's cat that came from fucking back with the with the kittens from the mountains, like everything. Michael Jackson's glove, all that shit is real. Those are all real, fucking real stories. I just fucking you know I don't know. It's just when people are like, "Hey, motherfucker, you have a story for everything." I'm like, "I've done a lot of shit. I did a lot of dumb shit growing up. Like, I don't know. I fucking did everything. You know, pretty much that I wanted for the whole, whole first fucking the past fucking what twenty years. And what you know, it. I had my kids late. So I'm able to enjoy my kids now and do all that shit. And then I did all the party and shit and all that other shit. So now I'm just chilling, focusing on what I'm trying to build. We're building something big soon, you know, and and doing this comedy shit, doing this podcast thing that we're fucking making fucking pop off. And uh, it's just it's just been a little journey of, of doing everything that I've been that I've been doing and trying to do. And I'm grateful for everybody in this that's, that's doing this with me, like Suavecito Pomade. Like, that shit's crazy how much, you know, they have done and and been there for us. So I always give it up for Suavecito. Uh, certain things didn't happen in my life because I think so I can be right here. Like, we had different, uh, like, times where we were going to podcast somewhere else and that shit didn't work for some fucking reason. It didn't work. 
And I always tell people, like, shit doesn't happen for a reason. Like, we were right there. We painted the fucking walls, put paintings up at the last place that we were going to podcast. And for some fucking reason, it didn't happen. And now we're podcasting at the fucking dopest spot, fucking the best fucking hair pomade products that you can get here in the U.S. And I'm grateful for that shit. And I'm thankful that we're right here building something huge that people are going to be able to, you know, to listen to, to when they have fucking, when they think they can or they think they can't. When when they're like, fuck, shit's going rough in my life. I'm like, dog, always know there's going to be something like at the end of the tunnel and if not fucking work hard work hard do some shit to make that fucking light yourself go put that motherfucking light up and 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 uh make shit happen because it will if if you're down to work at it if you're down to do whatever you can make whatever the fuck you want happen i never thought i was going to be doing comedy or a fucking podcast or have people that they want to hear my stories or anything like that like i never would have fucking thought that shit i just fucking I was just a dude trying to fucking let people know about my brand and let people know about, I don't know what the fuck I was trying to do. My main thing was music, and I kind of gave up on that shit because I was like, it's already late. But fuck it. I fucking did music without even wanting to do music, you know? Being on these podcasts and singing, now people know that that I can do music or, or sing and all that shit. I, I'm gotten, you know, able to where from the guests on the show, we're able to record with them and do shit if we want and it's it's just crazy shit so i'm always happy to be here and be able to do all this shit this is our first podcast with me just telling stories but uh i don't know i'm gonna start doing a comedy with george he let me know like hey you could go and open up for me and uh so right now what i'm trying to do is just um start doing more open mics probably start doing more open mics and uh just tightening up my uh like what they say, get a tight ten or tight whatever. Just try to at least get twenty minutes of 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 story time and and all that shit where it's solid and and it's it's uh, I don't know people it, it's it's hitting the people and then that way just be able to start going everywhere. The fucking do as much as open mics everywhere. Somebody's gonna fucking see you, and if, and if you're banging or you're fucking funny, somebody be like, "Hey, open up for me, motherfucker! You're you know you're doing good or or whatever." So I'm gonna start doing that, and and start uh you know opening up for George. I'm trying to just get on the mic as much as possible, make some shit happen, and and just keep working at what we're doing, and and eventually eventually build something that. The, what's in my fucking mind of, of uh, you know that gold? I I write. I continue to write my goals still now, and uh, visualize and imagine myself in situations and places, and 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 it's going good. And I don't know. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. But <clears throat> other than that, fucking I've been fucking crew. We took a fucking sick ass road trip. I went to Seattle. I was able to go to the motherfucking Home Run Derby. I seen fucking Bo- uh, Mookie Betts didn't do shit. That fool's like fucking five foot four. That fool didn't hit nothing out. He, he didn't make it past fucking third base. Like, that fool was hitting him. I was like, where's where's the fucking home runs? This fool didn't hit nothing. He was just hitting him in the fucking in the stands. I was like, dog. Then fucking uh, Julio, uh, Julio fucking Rodriguez from... Uh, right there in Seattle was killing he was fucking tearing it up I was able to see a little bit of him but we set up for like this party like this VIP party before the uh, the show and that shit was cracking we got all this bomb ass fucking fucking catered ass food bomb as fuck we did that and then we uh, we watched the fucking the home run derby and then we got to fucking cruise around Seattle Seattle's cool like, but the best part about the whole trip was the drive up to uh, to Seattle. We had to drive. That shit was like seventeen fucking hours. It was like twenty fucking. It was like twelve hours up, going up, slept at a hotel, and then fucking woke up in the morning and drove another fucking twelve hours. That shit was wild. But on the whole way up there, there was like we went to Mount Shasta. I seen a fool crash. There was like some some people were fucking driving that this fucking lady smashed into this charger and she just took off. They were swerving through traffic. 
that fool was chasing her, and then after a while, he was like, eh, he kind of gave up and just went off on the exit, and she just kept going. Fucking car was all smoking. She kept fucking going on the freeway. Like, people are fucking crazy. People are fucking wild over here. Like, who the fuck just does that? She just smashed into this crazy-ass charger, and then that fool kind of gave up, so I was like, I wonder if it was something, like maybe her boyfriend or some shit. She caught that fool doing some shit. Get your ass over here. But she crashed into that motherfucker right on the free, right behind us. I was like, oh, shit. And nothing happened, not even the cops. Another thing, I was like, where's the motherfucking cops at? No, there was no fucking cops. We seen fucking a car on fire in fucking, where, in, uh, what city were we in? Was it in, in uh, right there in Seattle. There was a car on fire, nobody around it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, nobody nobody even went to put it out. There was nobody around it. It's just like a fucking crazy-ass ghost town out there. There was no cops. Like, we went everywhere in fucking in Seattle. We were walking around, and you don't see no fucking cops nowhere. You see, like, the only place that you do see cops is right there at the Pikes where you where motherfuckers are throwing the salmon and shit. All the, throwing the salmon. There's fucking flowers right there. Everybody, I bet... It's just a grip of fucking people. They have a gum alley right there. You ever been to gum alley in Seattle? It's just everybody chews fucking gum and you just put it up against the wall. It's kind of nasty, but everyone's like, cool, go to gum, the gum alley wall. Like, hey, I don't know. Fuck this shit. I went to it, though. I didn't have no fucking gum. I'll fuck a whole. Remember last time we were talking about? I'll fuck a whole pack of gum up right now. A whole fucking pack. Give me a whole fucking uh, Big Lee Chew. I'll eat the whole bag. I'll swallow the whole fucking bag, too. So it's a whole ball of fucking bubblegum in my stomach. But uh, uh, Redding, we went to Redding, California. We went to Redding. Uh, no, Mount Shasta was tight as fuck, but we went to Redding, and the fucking water looks like Hawaii. We caught a blue fucking crawfish uh, right there in, in, in Mount Shasta. They're like these hidden-ass hidden lakes. Like, nobody wants you to know about them because I never heard about these lakes. And they're the most fucking beautiful fucking lakes ever. I'm like, what the fuck? The fucking water's clear. The f- it, the fucking weather's all nice. You have places to chill, and it's right there on the side of the fucking freeway almost. There's, like, benches. You could kick it. It's, like, beautiful-ass fucking area. I'm like, why does nobody talk about these fucking places? But they're bombs. So we're going to be going camping right there, maybe fucking podcasting out the motherfucking uh, one of those fucking rivers. We got to do a river podcast, catching fish, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's crazy. But one more thing, we're going to go into commercials, let you guys know what keeps this wheel spinning. Let's go. Suavecito's water-based, so it washes out easy and it won't pull your hair out. I went with the other guys. Once we got you looking fresh up top, we got beard oil, soaps, combs, t-shirts, skateboards, beer mugs, coffee mugs, bobbleheads. Just click the link and check out our full lineup. Or better yet, roll through. We're right here in Santa Ana. It's where we're from, where we live, and where we still make Suavecito to this day. We got thousands of reviews from guys who have thanked Suavecito for helping them land their dream job and their dream date with their dream do. Because when you feel good about yourself, people notice. Ready to transform your hair game for good? Click the link and pick up some of our award-winning superior pomade. Suavecito. Get it, hombre. And we're back. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in and watching this podcast and our commercials, Suavecito Pomade. Make sure you guys check them out. Also, Cervezacito Brewery, 4th Street, Broadway, Santa Ana. When you're out here and you want to have a good time, go get some drink. And they have a bomb-ass food truck outside, Saborcito, that has everything you want. Super fries, carne asada fries, motherfucking mariscos, any marisco you can think of. Empanadas, bomb. But go check them out, Cervezacito. Said Cito Brewery, 4th Street, Broadway. 
but yeah, we're. Uh, I want to tell you guys about the fucking crazy ass news lately. Does anybody fucking watch TV anymore and fucking see what the fuck is happening out there? It's crazy, dog. This so there was this chick on the fucking freeway. She seen a toddler walking on the freeway like a little kid. So she fucking called nine one one, and she called nine one one and she's like, "Hey, there's a little." kid walking on the side of the freeway right here like i'm right here she told him where she's at and when the cops got there they were gone like nobody was there just a girl's car and like her everything like her car was open all her stuff was inside like they just vanished and then i guess they she popped up like they found her or something and she's like all I, i don't know something happened like she's all out of it but she's like some regular chick that she's like some regular uh Girl, she like a nursing student, and she she she's I don't know what the hell it was, but they were saying like uh, uh these fools that do like kidnapping and stuff, they they uh there's some where they put some stuff on your door, it's like a napkin, and when you take it off, you like throw it away, like what the fuck is this? Whenever you touch your face, whatever, and it gets like, it makes you go uh like you go all weird, and then you like pass out. So, like, there's fools watching, just waiting for you to pass out, and then they go and kidnap you. So, I wonder if something like that happened, and she woke up. or It was crazy, but they found her. But, like, all this crazy-ass shit that's happening. There was a fool that escaped jail. He was gone in Philadelphia for, like, uh, or, no, in Pennsylvania. He was gone for, like, a week and a half. And then some fools seen him in the woods, and he still had his jail pants on. And they're like, hey, there's some fucking weirdo walking in the woods and he has prison pants on, and they fucking went and found him, and he was like, fuck. No plan. He fucking got out through a window. Like, he got out through a window at the court. He went to court. He fucking got a, a bed sheet, and he tied it up, and he climbed out the window, got out, and he was like, fuck it. What do I do now? That we just walked in the woods. Like, dog, you have to have a plan. Somebody, hey, pick me up something. That we didn't have nothing. He was just like, fuck it. I'm out of the motherfucking jail. Like, now you got more time. Like imagine you go in there. Yeah, there isn't nothing, and and you know it's like you can't do anything anymore. Everyone, if they so you see a fool like, hey, there's a fool walking right here with fucking that looks like a weirdo, you know. So he still had a, his pants that said like the county jail, and some man seen him in the forest and was like, get your ass, fucking call the cops on him, and then uh, they got him, and then crazy shit. I seen some lady. There was a lady on the news that got killed in jail, and she had, uh, I guess she caught her husband cheating on her. So she got their kids, and she threw them off a bridge. Crazy shit. And you're like, what the fuck is going on with your in your fucking head, lady? Like, anybody, like, who the fuck, why is shit? Like, was the world this fucking crazy back in the day? Like, in the 70s and shit, was there fucking people doing crazy-ass shit like this? Or is it now that fools are just getting crazy ass ideas and running with them? Like this lady got, and she was like, she was just hurt that he did that to her, so she did that. She didn't even care. Like she wasn't even tripping. Like in court, and they're like, oh, somebody was like, fuck this bitch. Let her be in here. She go in and that motherfucker, they found her ass. They're like, oh, we found her. You know, some shit happened to her. I think she got like stabbed or some shit. And strangled or some shit i don't fucking know but i'm just like damn that's some crazy shit the crazy shit that happens in the fucking world you can't go to motherfucking mexico unless you got some money to give to the fools that did uh stop you at the little like if you're going past tj and into like driving deep into mexico there's like these little stops where fools stop you and you kind of have to give them money to keep going or they'll trip if you don't it's like man then they don't care and then the cops are, like, paid by these fools, so you can't do nothing. It's like, man, just stay home. You want to go travel somewhere, go to the house, go to fucking the mountains, go to Arizona, go to, uh, uh, what is it, Zion. Speaking of Zion, I'm going to fucking be in Lake Tahoe at the motherfucking reggae festival. Yes, fire, brethren, Rastafari. I'm going to grow my dreads out starting today. I'm gonna be out there, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get all, uh, get some fucking, like the, uh, a poncho. You know, reggae fools always be wearing ponchos on. They always have like a little bag with them. But I'm gonna be reggae up 
for what I don't know the festival is what the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Some be right there, no shirt on, big smoke in the air. Yes, fire. I'm gonna be out there. I want to get one of those chalice. I smell chalice. Remember that movie? Uh, what, what was that movie? With the old reggae ass movie. I forgot the name of it. But that fool's all, they're smoking on the download. The fools are trying to be down low. And he walks in and he's all, he's all, I smell chalice. He's ready. And then he starts smoking with them. Get your ass out of here. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be out there, reggae it up. I've always liked reggae. Reggae is my shit. When the fool that put me on to reggae was my homie Brad, Brad Peter. He was, he, that fool, he had a, he was one of the first fools at school with a tattoo. He had Bob Marley on his chest. It looked like the zigzag man, but it was Bob Marley. And uh, we, we'd be fucking bumping. That fool would be bumping that. He put me on to ska music, uh, the Scatterlights, uh, all the all the good music. He hit, he put me up on it. And I trip out that he's from Richcrest and you know all that good music. Like a lot of fools in Richcrest, they have some, a good-ass music selection. And I think it's because you're so bored out there that you just look for fucking music to listen to. Or to play and shit. But yeah, so I listened to the Scatterlights for the first time with my homie Brad. And he still bumps that. That fool had a big-ass swastika on his back. But it wasn't a swastika, it was a manjai. But it looked like a big-ass swastika. I was like, what are you going to be getting jumped? He's like, it's a manjai. Like, you're explaining to people. Like, no, dog. I'm like, that shit looks like a big-ass swastika. And we were like 17. I was like, damn, young-ass fool. And I always ask him, hey, whatever happened? Like... Did you get that shit lasered or some shit? I would have got that shit covered up real quick. It was just a big ass solid fucking look like a big swastika. But it was going the other way. But I guess some people get swastikas because it was like a symbol of power. And they're like, Hitler took that away from us. But before, like like the Native Americans and shit, they would put swastikas. It was like a power symbol. That's why these fools use it. Now they use it for white power. White Power too it was the first time Richcrest growing up in Richcrest Little Ass Town. That was the first time I ever heard of White Power, like where fools were like, "Oh, I'm fucking White Power" or "or skin it." Fools would be like, "Skin it, put it on your skin." I'd be like, "Damn, the hell, oh, I guess." But yeah, that was a, when you would. That was the first time I seen like separation of of like people. Like there was a White Power kids, there was a Mexican. Well, the Mexican kids was just like. Five fools because that's the only Mexicans in town, and then uh, that was it. But not like out here, like out here there was crazy race wars in at high school, and we never had to watch out for that shit. It was just like fools were, they were white power, but they were cool with everyone. Like I'm white power, but you're cool as fuck. I'm like, all right, cool, you know. But they'll be like crazy ass fools, like. Out there, I remember that uh, you would go like uh, in parts of the desert, and you couldn't go to parts of the desert because that's where like the the fools, like the white power fools, would have their their meetings, and they they were just like crazy guys that would just meet up, and I don't know, they would just have the white power meetings, and I don't know if they'd go and beat up people or some shit after, but I wouldn't want to be fucking like, oh shit, what's going on over here? Sorry guys, fucking be the only Mexican. Get him, motherfucker, punk. But yeah, shit was going crazy out in the desert. You'd find crazy shit. I remember I'd find a, we'd be going in the desert and shit, and you would find like a fucking Playboy magazine or some shit, and you'd be like, what the fuck? Look, look, look. Can you fucking see some shit? It would be like half a Playboy ripped, all crazy, like in the middle of a fucking box of a fucking cachonda movie. You'd be like, what the fuck? Why is this shit in the middle of the fucking desert? Fool came and said, just fucking, he's like, I'm going to get rid of the evidence and just throws that shit off, fucking drives out in the middle of the desert, throw out a box, get this shit out of my car. I got old ass Playboys too from like the, when they first started. I was not into fucking Playboys and shit, but it was like some vintage shit. I had like my little fucking era of when I fucking was all fucking into vintage shit. I wanted a fucking every, like vintage furniture and shit. I got a whole bunch of shit at my house that was like vintage shit. That shit's just wrapped up in newspaper now. I'm about to sell that shit on offer up. But coming soon, as you're going to see some motherfucking vintage fucking shit. But I got some cool stuff uh, from from when I was going through that little phase. But um, fuck, what the fuck was I talking about right now? Oh, the Playboys, the old Playboy magazines. Crazy shit. 
There was a girl from Ridgecrest that she was a uh, she posed for Playboy. Uh, her name was Lisa Armstrong, and she was like a uh, uh, fucking what is it, centerfold or what is it? Yeah. That's what it's called. She was that, and she was like Miss Playboy. I think she was even like Miss America or some shit like that. And she uh, she ended up getting AIDS, and she passed away. And she was from fucking Ridgecrest. And everyone knew about her because Ridgecrest is like, oh, she was on Playboy and fucking famous people. That fool Mark Hoppus is from Ridgecrest. Mark Hoppus, people are like, who the fuck is that? That's the singer from Blink-182. That fool, he's from town. He went to school with my sister, my oldest sister. They went to school together. That fool had a fucking big ass, like, purple fucking hair all big, like, on some weird shit. But he was like a punk rock band fool back in the day, you know? And then Blink-182 was like a little-ass band, San Diego shit. And my homie uh, Dustin, back in the day, we were probably like in eighth grade. And he had Blink-182 shirts. That was like, what, 90, 99, 98, 99 probably? And those shoes were already fucking Blink-182 was cracking. That's where I heard of them and then Fishbone. Because Blink-182 was kind of like, they were two were like ska bands at first. And then they, they just started doing their own thing, and then they blew up. And then the, everyone was like, uh, he was from Ridgecrest. And then the yearbook from when Hafu was there, they were selling it for a grip, like 600 bucks, 700 bucks you would get for the yearbook where that fool was in the yearbook. And you couldn't buy them no more at the school because I guess you could go back and buy it. Did you know that, that you can go back to your school and get a yearbook from your year? Yeah, you could be like, hey, I want a motherfucking 2003 motherfucking high school whatever and they'll be like oh I need it you could get it that's cool huh yeah. you want the yearbook from when you were in high school hell no nah. that motherfucker said no get this motherfucker out of here I was tripping out on uh, cause we just had our fucking old the 20 year reunion for school damn huh I was like god damn what the fuck did I do those 12, fucking 20 years but it was like they had a, a 20 year reunion but they had like the pictures and they were showing like the yearbook picture I was like damn I haven't seen no shits forever like all the fucking people and all this shit and it was only like it was probably like 15 motherfuckers that went to the reunion they're like ain't nobody going to that shit but a lot of people like people drove from out of town to go to it I mean it's cool and I was telling people I don't know who the fuck I was telling people about this but it's different in small towns. Like, growing up in a small town is way different than growing up in a big town. Like, you fools are like, I don't care about this fool from fucking high school. But us, it's like, dog, I went to fucking first grade with this fool all the way to fucking high school. And we rode the bus from, like, first to eighth grade, ninth grade every day. Like, these people become, like, your super homies. Like, even if you don't keep in contact with them or whatever, it's like... You always have love for these fools, and you, when you do come in contact with them, you're like, what's up, Facebook or whatever, because it's like we grew up together. Like, we didn't have a choice. We There was only three schools in town. You went to the same high school, to the same uh, fucking elementaries, junior high, and everything, and then whatever you do after. But that's why it's like people are like, oh, man, you still talk to people from high school? or from?" I'm like... I don't, I'm like, really, I don't. I have one, like, one, a couple homies that are my homies' homies from, that are still from uh, high school. But a lot of other, I just keep in contact with them because we grew up together. Like, fuck, there's no other choice. Like, I know this motherfucker. I know his brother, his little brother, you know what I'm saying? His his parents and shit. Like, everyone fucking knows each other. Football, if you played sports or anything like that. I got another homie named Julian. He's been in jail since we were young, you know? In and out. One time, my homie Julian was cool as fuck. We were in ninth grade. And we, uh, <coughs> me and that fool said, we sh- shared our baseball gloves when we were little. If we were like in fucking third grade or some shit. We were on the Cleveland Indians and we played baseball and we were sharing our back glove. <laughs> I had a back glove and he didn't have a back glove. And that fool was, I was like, what's up? We'll share. You can borrow it. He's like, all right, cool. And we thought we were all cool because we had the fucking back glove. But so that fool ended up getting in trouble. Like he would always get in trouble. And in ninth grade, he was in jail. 
And he, we, we, we were walking out to lunch, and we seen that fool, and he was driving a truck, and we're like, what the fuck? What's up, fool? What are you doing here? We're like, we're like, why is this fool driving? We're like, why are you driving? you all got my license. And we're like, what? You're younger than us, fool. Like, he's not, he was like, it was me and my homie, and we're like the same age. We're like, we, we can't get a license. We're in ninth grade. Like, you can't get a license yet. And uh, this fool... Uh, I guess, well, we he took us a jack-in-a-box, we grubbed, we brought us back, left, we're like, all right, cool. Later on that night, they're like, oh, this fool, I guess the story was he beat up his foster parents where he was like in a home for, when you, instead of going to jail, you go to a home when you're a juvenile. And that fool beat up his foster parents and he stole that truck. And he was all, he picked us up, we went to lunch, we're all kicking it, we're like, yeah. He, and we're he, like, we were tripping like, hey, this fool can't have his license. The whole time we we're thinking, this fool can't have his license, dog. We're not old enough. And, uh, yeah, he dropped us off, didn't think nothing. And then we heard that story. We're like, oh, shit. But, yeah, and he's, he was in jail. One time uh, we <laughs> one time we went to his house to go see him, and the fucking cops were there. We're like, what happened? And I guess he, like, beat up his stepdad, and he was trying to light the fucking house on fire. Like, what? Crazy kid. <laughs> this fool's a nutcase since we were young. Like, he's a homie, though. And uh, he's just always been real fucking crazy. And he's about to get out of jail soon. And uh, I'm like, I wonder. I just came in contact with his sister, and his sister, uh, she's doing good. She helps people and shit. We're, like, in town and, and like, social work for people. And then, uh, but he, she's like, hey, he's going to get out of jail soon. I'm like, Damn crazy ass fool like what stories are we gonna fucking be talking about with that motherfucker he's just a nut like he he's a cool ass dude but it's like that like those he he is just like since he was growing up he's always been crazy and uh that that was our that was our homie though he was a really cool guy nice ass dude but he's he's crazy like don't get on his bad side we've always just been cool with him and uh yeah just random random ass uh stories i fucking went into i don't even know what the fuck how we ended up talking about my homie but uh we're right here thank you guys for for watching the the podcast we we're supposed to have a guest and uh hopefully everything's all good with them (laughs) but uh but um yeah we're right here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to have more episodes coming up and, and vlogs. Be on the lookout for more uh, videos and content in between episodes. And uh, thanks again to Suavecito Pomage, Cervezacito Brewery, everyone that makes this happen. Let's go. Let's go.